Hello, my friends. I'm Pastor Padrone, and I'm here with my fellow co-hosts, Paul and Dave. Nick is away this week. This is the only podcast that brings the wealth of knowledge, expertise, and fun of Twins Smoke Shop, New England's premier smoke shop, right to you, wherever you are, whenever you want it. And we are Not Just Blowing Smoke. You can find us at our website, notjustblowingsmoke.com, and be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Not Just Blowing Smoke. Hello, everyone. How have you been this week? I'm actually on my second win right now, Pastor. <clears throat> I thought you were on your third win. Well, I'm. 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 I'm what? <laughs> Get your win straight, man. I'm getting. I'm almost there. <laughs> what wind are you in? I'm between Where second is this and third. wind blowing? I'm, He's I'm, a I'm, northeastern. I'm, I'm caught between second and third right now. Second and third wind? Yes. That's serious. What happened? Well, <clears throat> last week I was explaining the, uh, the the fun time we had with our little corgi. The now neutering? The, the neutering is the all neutering behind us now. He's the, now been unleashed. The chops of the bulls. And uh, the other day, my uh, girlfriend who works from home decided to give him a little bit more freedom in the house than he's been used to. Uh, I think she may have felt bad that he's... She didn't have time to take him for a walk in the morning. So anyway, she was on a bunch of conference calls. And in the meantime, he had gotten upstairs and uh, had a little bit of a feast with the cat's litter box. <laughs> and yeah. the, the litter box is basically we use a sweet scoop, so it's a little sweet. My older dog used to do the same thing. Sweet crap. That's so good. I, I didn't find out about that until 2 a.m., this morning. That you use the sweet crap stuff? Well, that, or that, no, that, that my the dog, dog got in it. <laughs> that reminds me yeah, of a he woke me up. episode. He woke me up. How did he wake you up? Uh, basically panting, and I could tell he wanted to get off the bed. Is his voice a little bit higher now than it's been? Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> and uh, we had to make a beeline uh, at 2 a.m. for our little spot, and uh, it uh, was a back and forth for about three hours. Wow. So two to five a.m. Yeah, it was uh, it was up were, and down. It's like having a little baby. Exactly. It's like having a little yeah. baby. So, and you can tell when you know. I'm not going to get into details, but uh, yeah. I, I knew after the first one what he was into. So, in any event, uh, it, it, I'm. I'm, I'm Did you okay. brush? I might be a little sarcastic. Are tonight. you telling Did me you brush his teeth? that you could tell by your dog's crap that he'd eaten cat crap because it's a little. Little little pebbles. Not pebbles. Oh, the it's, little, it's, it's, the it's little the clay. Yes, yeah. yes. If you know this kind of oh. scoop, that uh, sweet scoop, but it looks yeah. like it. Yeah. So anyway, that's got to recognize that's, that square clay anywhere. That's, that's got to so, feel good. But I'm feeling out. good, man. I'm feeling really good. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, that's good. How about how about you, Dave? Have uh, you had any trouble like that with your boys? Nope. They haven't been eating each other's poop. That's that's very good, Dave. Yep. That's very, it's exciting. They're almost adults. Almost. I, hopefully they've learned Somehow. to avoid that. By Some now. way, yes. Yep, yep. What have you done uh, this week with them? Um, let's see. Well, I believe we went to the Bacon Barn and had bacon-stuffed waffles. You love that place. The Bacon Barn. Bacon-stuffed pancakes and bacon-stuffed bacon. And bacon-stuffed bacon. bacon, stuffed bacon. <laughs> what, what does that even mean? It means bacon. Bacon. <laughs> yep. Wow. Well, I can't say I don't like. Is that a, is that a, I is even, that a weekly stuff? I even I even have their mugs at my house. 
<laughs> so when I drink coffee, I can remember bacon. How often? Bacon. How often do you go there? Probably um, anywhere from like uh, two to three times a month. I okay. Try. Yeah. All right. So almost once a week. Yeah. 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 It's a Pay great day. place. I love yeah. that place. But you've already been there three times since last week. Does that mean you don't go anywhere again till October? No. It just means it was a good week. Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, um, you know, what what have you guys smoked this week? Have you smoked anything interesting? My favorite thing that I was so happy to smoke was smout. Her- smout. Smout. Was, was a Hermitage. A Hermitage yes. by Heron Sickle? Yes. That's my favorite cigar uh, that they make. And right I, I just, re- I found out that I love that German tobacco, that saltiness. Yeah, the salt that that brings, yeah. It's That's great. the real zeal, baby, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, David and I are big Austin Powers people, yeah. Oh, behave. Mm. Uh, Paul, what about yourself? Have you smoked I, I've anything returned to an old favorite of mine. Um, you know, I'm usually... I love Maduro wrappers, you know, but I every once in a while I just have to dip into the old Corojo and the Illusion Op Number Nine. Okay, is certainly one of my favorites. It's a whole body. It's just it's a pleasure to smoke. It really is that that uh, Corojo wrapper with the Nicaraguan fillers. Right. They, uh, the Lajero, the Corojo, and the Criollo. It's just a a, a a fantastic cigar. Smooth, flavorful, intense. Uh, certainly, something you might want to have something in your stomach when you uh, when you smoke it, but it's just uh, it's just a fantastic cigar, and I'd love to have it every once in a while. That's fantastic. Um, what's the name of that new Mi Corita that's coming out? Do you know the name of it? I, I don't. No. Mi Corita? No, I, I I probably shouldn't talk about it if I can't remember what it is. Probably not. Um, now let me talk about another cigar. I did have a uh, a Cuban. Uh, Bolivar Corona Ooh. this Monday, and that was that was very good. It was very very good. Cubans are kind of you know um, they're musty. They've got a kind of musty barnyard kind of taste. It's to probably it. from the Beatles. And this was yeah. <laughs> you hear the Beatles pop every once in a while, and you feel good that you've killed another one. <laughs> but it was very satisfying. Yes. All right. Well, that's good. Nick is away at a wedding this week. So, Nick, we uh, hope everything went well for you, and uh, we look forward to having you back uh, this week. Mm-hmm. But uh, we're going to change things up a little bit, and we are going to start having our drinks. Drinks right now. Uh, paired with the thing that we're smoking. And in this case, it's the cigar. So we're going to bring Kendra in, and we're going to find out what we're going to be, smoke- what we're going to be drinking with our cigar today. All right, Kendra, so you've prepared something for us with uh, the cigar here. What have you uh, brought? So tonight, I cracked a new bottle for you guys. You cracked Woo! a new bottle oh for us? Oh, my God. Oh, we feel Be special tonight. Oh, See, we, we are the next so, big thing, yeah. and we're not just blowing smoke. <laughs> so this is the first night I have tried this also. So yes, I noticed. Uh, I... That mine is much smaller than everyone else's. <laughs> <laughs> so what it is, it's Basil Hayden's Limited Edition Caribbean Reserve Rye. So that is a Canadian rye whiskey blended with a little bit of black strap rum. 
And I was pleasantly surprised when I tried it tonight that it wasn't overly sweet. Mm -hmm. So what I'm getting is a really nice spice in the front mm -hmm. and just a tad bit of molasses in the finish and it finishes clean. So for me, I felt like with the description of your cigar, this was gonna go perfectly. Now, when you say it finishes clean, what does that mean? Well, it doesn't linger. It doesn't linger. So yeah. it's, a, it's a short finish kind of thing? Is that what it means? Yeah, so usually, well, for me, when I drink rye, I feel like you, you have that spice in the back of your tongue, and it right. stays with you for a bit. Okay. So it was almost reversed this time, where you get the spice in the front, and then a little bit of a molasses in the back, and just finished. I was just going to say, do you think it's the rum in there that, that makes it clean? I, you know, I'm, I'm no expert, but... Come on. <laughs> you're the potion no, I mean, master. If you're not the expert, then who is? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what do you guys think? You're the blonde. Uh, that's I, what I, I think. Love do you agree with what I feel like those cases uh, no, are? No, totally. Were? And, yeah. and under clarifying that, that we were on the same page, what you meant mm -hmm. uh, by saying it was clean. Yeah, it, it, it's a very short finish. And, and I, I totally know that rye long lingering feeling that you're talking about yeah. and it, you do not have it with this at all i, I drink yeah. whistle pig a lot and this okay. is this is really smooth this is this is excellent yeah and it, it definitely had really good reviews on some of those um whiskey rating emails that mm -hmm. i get so i i've been waiting patiently to try it myself and i'm i'm really impressed Awesome. This is fantastic. And again, this is limited edition, so if any of you lovely listeners would like to try some of it, we only have a couple bottles, guys. It won't be around long. So, again, Basil Hayden Caribbean Reserve Rye. Awesome. awesome. Thank you. Yeah. All right. So this Basil Hayden's is going to be paired with Basil, the Superfly. Superfly. That is the cigar we are smoking and reviewing today, the Superfly by Oscar Valadares. Let's say it together. Superfly. Uh, the packaging on this cigar is amazing. It doesn't get any more 70s than this. Oh my, this it's a this black awesome. mat with gold and purple, huge, big, yeah, fat, baby. curvy letters that say uh, Oscar Valadares Superfly in classic 70s script. It look the the label on this and the 70s. way and the way it pairs like with the color of the. The way it pairs with the color of the wrapper, which is this really deep kind of coffee brown, just it goes. It's beautiful, and he he, he does all sorts of weird things with his cigars. You know, the Oscar leaf we all know, which is wrapped which is, in a leaf, which is wrapped in a tobacco leaf, and the uh, he kind of did that again with uh, the Oscar Habano. You have a, a, a green leaf, you know, halfway <laughs> up the cigar, and um, these don't have uh, cigar wrappers on them, the Superflies. But uh, this comes in three sizes, the Super Corona at five and a quarter by 45, the Super Toro, which is what we are smoking, the Super six by 54, and the Super Gordo, which is six and a half by 60. And this is, according to Oscar's website, his first attempt at a full-bodied cigar blend. Everything I've had from him has been a great medium Maybe medium plus cigar. The the Oscar Habano is probably the fullest cigar I've had of his up till now, and so we're going to see uh, if this is actually a full bodied cigar and worthy of the name Superfly. 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 
the details on this cigar, the wrapper is a, a Mexican San Andreas, the binder is Honduran, and the filler is a three-country blend, Honduran, Nicaraguan, and Dominican. And this is his first cigar with Dominican tobacco. It is a 6x54, like I said, and it is the Super Toro size in this series. How do we think this goes with the, with the drink here? Oh, it's just... It's a perfect pairing. This is this is great. The rum in the in the um, uh, basil Haydens is just uh, and and it wasn't something that was added. You know, it's it's something that in this special edition is is there, but it just it does. It cuts down on that rye bite, and it just goes great with this cigar. What are what are our first impressions? Well, it it's. I want to say it, it's it's a super smooth cigar. It really is, it, and I, I I will say I'll attribute that to the Maduro wrapper. Really, kind of just uh, it's, it's super fly, super fly, super fly, super fly, smooth Maduro. No, it's it's a it, a little bit of sweetness, mm -hmm. a little bit of, of spice, not too much, um, a little pepper, um, but it's just super smooth right off the bat. It just it, nothing is super super overpowering. Mm. Um, it's just, but just that smoothness. Uh, it, it's just right now. I'm, I'm just, I'm loving it. And that's that is one of the trademarks I think of his cigars. Uh, his cigars are very smooth, very well balanced. Um, uh, this, you know, I love San Andreas wrapper. Me too. That earthy oh. cocoa, a uh, little bit of sweetness. It's just, it's a taste I really enjoy. And uh, the blend of Honduran, Nicaraguan, and Dominican uh, that make up the uh, rest of the cigar just pairs so well with this. The blend just really goes good. Mm. There's not a whole lot of spice here. Um, nope. Is this, now we've only just started. I'm about an inch into mine. Uh, looks like we're all about the same. Maybe you're a little bit further along, Paul. You seem to be the fast smoker. We're... I'm, I'm going to say right now, that to me, this is like a medium-bodied cigar. Yeah, medium plus for me. Um, it, it, to me, it, it's, it's, uh, it's a little bit, it has a little bit of complexity, but it's, like I said, it's, it's just so smooth. But oh. it, it reminds me of a few other cigars that are similar with the uh, Mexican San Andreas. Um, and I would put that up there with maybe a medium plus, medium full at best. Um, not, like I said, it's not a lot of spice. There's not a lot of pepper. Maybe a little on the retro hail, but uh, just that smoothness that he's been known with, uh, to to have with the cigars uh, is really the one thing that um, that stands out to me. So uh, I'm going to say medium full at best. Yeah, I'm going to say it's, it feels like a medium to me. Mm -hmm. uh, the retro hail, I get a lot of spice from it, but this thing's so smooth. I'm like, I don't know if I want to go. It's like a real smooth earth. Yeah. To me. And uh, with a spicy retro, and it's really pleasant. It's very nice. I like it a lot. Now, when we say full body, we're we're kind of talking about the the nick hit of the cigar, and um, you know, one of the cigars that that mm. uh, also is very smooth but has a huge nick hit with it is the uh, pissed off Christoph yes. by Christoph Cigars. You don't feel like you're getting. A really strong cigar when you're smoking that it, it smokes like a medium body and then you realize that you can't move after you finish smoking <laughs> so this this may well be a very similar experience so right now 
you know, this is smoking like it's medium or medium plus. Well, isn't that isn't that supposed to be a characteristic of the Dominican, if I remember right? They usually have more nicotine. Is that is that right? I, I honestly don't know. That's a good question. Because I, I just been I've been reading a lot about it. <laughs> and, and, um, I, I, one of the, one of the other things I learned this week is like if you're smoking a cigar too fast, like how can you tell? And if you if you ash your cigar and you have a tip on it, a cone, a cone, yep. then you're you're smoking it too fast. Yes, kind of like how I am right now. I'm smoking <laughs> mine too fast. And I'm like I'm trying to slow, slow down, down but I but I like it and I just want to keep smoking it. But I gotta like I gotta be patient with it. Just I'm drawn sip, too much. Just sip that superfly, Dave. Mm. Just sip it. I, just, I gotta drink sip more. It. No, I will say because I've, I've I've been smoking it maybe a little longer, uh, or I've, maybe a little uh, more frequently than you you two. So I am picking up a little bit more um, of the, uh, the the body. So it, it mm-hmm. definitely, I think I'm gonna definitely put this as medium full. Okay, it, so it, it this, it's, it's, increasing, it's increasing to it you? It's increasing. As I, I'm already probably more than, I'm not quite halfway there, but you know, somewhere between the third and a half. Uh, intensity level is starting to creep up. And this isn't just the Basil Hayden talk? No, it's not. Okay. The Basil Hayden. Okay. Uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, what's happening here. Happening! Twins. Twins. What is going on at Twins Smoke Shop? Well, we, we're entering the final month of the Hammer and Sickle event. And for those of you who uh, don't know what we're talking about, it's a grab bag of 10 cigars at a discounted price of $79.99. That's um, about 20%. Not quite, but it's about 20% if you're going to round, round it out a little bit. That's a really good deal. That's a fantastic deal. We, we talked about this in an earlier episode, too, that if you were to buy these cigars individually, they would be somewhere between fifteen to twenty dollars more, right? Yeah. So roughly, yeah, right. So roughly, 20%. roughly twenty percent. So yeah. that's a fantastic deal right off the bat. But what makes that's this not even the best part? The, yeah, I'm just getting to that. Yeah, there you go. Right. The best part about this is that every bag comes with a ticket, and that ticket is going to go into a, a a box, and then on September 30th or October 1st. One of those two, uh, that person will, will will draw a name, and that person will be able to take three friends, so four tickets, to the Patriots game against the Giants in October on the tenth. On the tenth, uh, fifty yard line, second row. That's freaking amazing. That is it's a four thousand dollar value. Thousand dollar seat. Thousand dollars a seat. Thousand dollars. Yeah, we we priced it out, and it's a thousand dollars a seat. That's nuts. I mean, most of the time, you know, you talk about going to football games today. The the way that they film stuff and things, I just rather stay home and watch everything on my TV and my big comfortable chair. I can get you know Mm -hmm. you know the the drink, the beer, the cigar, have it there. But let me tell you, second row. 50-yard seats? It's insane. Now I'm thinking I really want to be there at this game. I was privileged with another with another place I worked at to be able to go to a few, you know, Patriots games. And they had good seats, too. Yeah. But they weren't second row. But they were damn good seats, and it was amazing. So I can't believe how it would be to be in the second row. Because that was it was awesome. Right, right. on the 50-yard line. You, right? you see everything. It's a whole different experience because I... 
every Patriots game that I've seen, I've been up in the in the 300 section, mm -hmm. way up in the nosebleeds, and it's you know it's fun. We all have a great time up there. But I was able to take a friend of mine. I had I knew a guy at an old. Uh, Employer that I was able to get his season tickets. He and his father had tickets, and they allowed us to buy them from him. And I took a friend of mine for his birthday, and we were in the hundred section on the forty-yard line, maybe halfway up. And I'm telling you, what an absolutely different experience that is. Yeah. You're seeing everything more up close. You don't have to worry about looking at the TV monitors or any of that stuff. It's just it's a it's it's fantastic. You feel like you're almost there. Yeah, you feel like you know you're you're in the game. You know, and that that's you're also like. That you're also like the thirteenth player at that point because yeah. your cheering is like drowning out the other team. Yeah. So you get to take part in the game. That's you get awesome. to be the thirteenth player. That's, That's nuts. Awesome. Now, the the grab bag is a mix of all the cigars that Hammer and Sickle makes. And actually, next week, Eric Wentworth from Hammer and Sickle is going to be on the show. We're going to go through yep, the do. cigars that are in that bag uh, in detail so that you know what's in there. That's going to be a whole lot of fun. I've, uh, are, are we going to smoke all of them? I've, no. Oh, I've no. done podcasts, though, with, with Eric before, and he's great. It's going to be an awesome time. I'm sure whatever we do will involve some hammer and sickle vodka, too. <laughs> and that's always, that's always fun. But uh, I'm, So I'm, I'm already pumped about next week's show. Eric yes, is going to be a lot of fun. He's going to be a, a lot of guy. fun. Now, this now, there have already been people who are, they bought the grab bag and they found some cigars. This is the great thing about the grab bag. You get to f try cigars that maybe you normally wouldn't try. And I've had several customers who've come and said, I really like this particular cigar that I found in the grab bag. Can I get 10 of those and get another ticket? The answer is yes. It's not, you, you know, you pick your own 10 cigars or you, uh, it's not going to be the discounted grab bag. But we'll still give you the ticket. And if you buy a box of Hammer and Sickle cigars, we'll give you two tickets because there's 20 cigars in every box. So for every 10 cigars you buy of Hammer and Sickle, you, you'll get a raffle. But the best deal is the grab bag. And that gets you a sampling of everything that they do. And it's a great, great deal. You don't want to miss it. And that the drawing for that is going to be held on September 30th. Last day of September. But the, uh, the the there is only 200 grab bags. Well, that's what we started with. There's yes. way fewer than that now. Yeah. yeah. So, so come and grab them. Come and grab them while you can. And especially since we're getting into Patriots uh, well, football season right now, and the people are starting to get pumped up and all that. So it just takes that first game, and then next thing you know, boom, it's going to be game on. Right. No pun intended. <laughs> You can kind of tell out there we're Patriots fans. We live in Patriots Nation. Brady! <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, we're going for, what ring is it? I've lost count. S this will be seven. seven. This will be seven. Yes. Lucky number seven. Lucky number seven. We're running out of fingers. going to have to start Super using fly. toes. Number seven. Okay, you can stay in touch with and find out everything that's going on with Twin Smoke Shop on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and YouTube at twinsmokeshop.com. All right. Uh, let's talk about our continuing impressions here of the Superfly Super Toro by Oscar Valderez. It's definitely sneaking up there, Pastor. This is this is now a, uh, a definite medium full cigar. There's no doubt about it. Okay. It's uh, it's, it's still maintaining that smoothness, mm -hmm. um, the, the little bit of sweetness, the spice, especially on the retro hill. It, it's uh, yeah, this is a fantastic cigar. I'm really enjoying this. Yeah, I'm enjoying this a lot. I had I had uh, the Super Gordo 
uh, earlier this week, and the ring gauge on that being 60 ring gauge kind of toned everything down. And that's that's something that uh, you find uh, that the way cigars are made, it's typically going to be toned down the bigger the ring gauge gets, whatever the flavors are. So even this, which is a, a um, 6 by 54, it's only, you know, uh, 6, you know, 6 64ths less than the, than the 60. See, I can do math. <laughs> Get off your phone, Dave. You're on a, you're on a podcast here. And uh, it, it really does. It really does make a big difference. I, it is much, much stronger uh, in the uh, Super Toro here. And... Um, uh, one, of, one of the things about this cigar is, and I find this on several different lines, the one that comes to mind the most is uh, my father. The band is huge. It is a huge band. And I'm going to be, you know, just about it through my first third of the cigar, and I'm going to have to remove the band. I've already removed mine. Because it's already, yep. it's already there at the Superfly band. Superfly. The Superfly it's band. A, the band is like the size of a nub. It is a huge black, purple, and uh, groovy. Band. It's really, really cool. Uh, okay, so the band comes off really nice. There's no damage to the cigar. Um, this is getting stronger to me too. Uh, so I'm, I'm thinking that by the time this is over, this, I, I might very well think this is a full-bodied cigar. But it's definitely moving away from the medium I thought to a medium plus. Yep. I'm not as far along as you are. So now I'm looking forward to what's coming. I, I love. These San Andreas wrappers, mm-hmm. I love them. It's it's probably my all-time favorite. Yeah, yeah. That and the Connecticut Broadleaf, but this this is definitely. Isn't isn't there somebody else who uses? Um, one of my favorite cigars, the uh, um, uh, Neanderthal by Romacraft uses San Andreas. Mm. Dreamy. So does the one of Paul's favorite cigars, the Eloense Wise Man. Maduro. Maduro. <laughs> Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. By Nick Malello. Malello, yes. He's another Mr. really Nick cool Aragua. cat. Yes. Mr. Nick Aragua. Very, very good stuff. Um, I love the Senator's Rep. It does seem like all of a sudden more and more cigars are coming out with it. Which is perfectly fine. Yes, perfectly fine by perfectly me. Perfectly fine. But some, but some know how to create a great blend with it mm-hmm. yes that's and so I've had them where the the, 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 the San Andreas wrapper has been is, is good with it the cigar but there's some who just have that blending capability and it's just it just takes it to a whole different level like yeah. Mr. Oscar because this, this is, is this, this is, is really delicious one. this is a very good it one is a great word Dave this is a delicious cigar it really is very smooth it's yeah. got this creamy aspect to it too yep. doesn't it Yes, it it's does. nice, it's creamy, so smooth. smooth. Yeah, very, very nice. There's no bite to this cigar at all. Nope. Um, there's that, uh, which makes the alcohol of, pairing so well. Yes, there, and there's this, this, uh, you know, there is a the little bit of spice in the retro, mm. but it's not really there on the palate at all, and it's not harsh. The the retro hail is not harsh at all. It's very, very nice. And the smoke is beautiful too. Yeah, it's a very nice smoky cigar. The, the burn is great. I have a nice, you know, uh, pretty straight burn with this. The ash holds on for about an inch before it falls off. It's not very flaky. Um, it's got a very thin burn line to it. It looks 
great. The construction on this cigar has been flawless. It's very, the wrapper is a little bit toothy, and um, like I had said at the beginning of the show, it's a deep kind of coffee brown wrapper, and um, no soft spots or anything like that. It's very well constructed, and um, right it's when we just first been burning great. Right when we first put it in the humidor, mm -hmm. I, I knew I wanted to smoke this. It just looks so good. Mm. And it's nothing to do with the wrapper. The wrapper certainly is a, is a, you know, that's icing. It had to yep. do. It had yeah. to do with the band, right? <laughs> it had to do with Superfly. Superfly. I didn't need to smoke Super, that. But it Superfly. just looks so good. And uh, I said, I, I, I got to I have to, I have to try one of these. It's just yeah, this is, so. Thanks, thank God we're doing it today. All right. Yes, I'm very happy that we. That's just, good. That's good. I feel like this is a good time to switch gears a little bit to do. Pastor Padron's Cigar Confessions. And this week, I want to give a little bit of advice. I want to confess to you that um, one of the best things that you can do as a cigar smoker is to be as generous as you can. And what I mean by that is when you bring cigars somewhere, bring at least one that you can share with somebody. If you're going somewhere to some party or someplace where you think you're going to be able to smoke a cigar, don't just bring cigars for you. Cigars draw guys out and draw people out, and I can't tell you how many times it happens. When I go someplace and sit down and have a cigar, somebody will come up, do you have another one? And I always try and have one or two with me. Now, you know, you can't, you know, don't break your bank. Don't, don't go into debt over this. And don't feel like the cigars you hand out have to be the best stinking cigars. Here's a quorum, buddy. <laughs> you could do that, especially if you don't know if the person likes cigars. I know lots of people who, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll get lower-end cigars for people who they just want to smoke something. They're not, they're not going to know the difference between a $5 cigar and a $50 cigar. So give them the $5 cigar. Yeah, two words you know, for you. Charter Oak. Charter Oak is a great brand to have for extra for extra cigars for people. But frankly, I'd smoke those all day myself. It's a fantastic, fantastic stick. <clears throat> now, here's another another thing that goes along with it. And we can talk about these these final two points here. I'd like to know what you guys think. Don't feel like you are in debt to the person by taking a cigar or being given a cigar. In other words, if you ask for a cigar and the person gives you one, you know, don't feel like you have to be in debt. Like now you owe that person a cigar. That's yep. not that's not how this works. And don't certainly don't feel that way if they they come up and offer you and give you a cigar. I had I had um, Rick Kellerman over to my house the other night. He's one of the guys from the Cigar Hacks podcast. And in the middle of our smoking together, he gave me two cigars. And you know, I, I had offered him, you know, some cigars as well. I took them, and, you know, it, it, was, it was a gracious thing he was doing. He wasn't looking to see, okay, what is Dan going to offer back? It was just something he wanted to do. So just when people do that, accept it, right? Exactly. You know, I, I, there's so many people, I think, feel like that they have to then go back into the humidor and buy a nicer cigar. You know how this is with gifts? You get a gift... And now you feel like you have to get that person another gift. You know what I'm talking. This is this is this is not the the world of cigars. When, you know when you when you are given some, just be gracious about it. Relax and and, and Sit take back. it. Now that said, 
And this is really the cigar confession, I think. Don't be a mooch. Don't be that guy who never shows up with cigars and is always asking for cigars. <laughs> That's me right now. <laughs> so, so, Dan, what have you got today? <laughs> Here's looking at you, Dave. Don't be that guy. I will be the first to admit shows it. Up, who always shows up and says, we "Hey, could I have one?" Now, <laughs> the mooch. The mooch. What does the mooch have to say? <laughs> Why are you on this podcast? Because of the free liquor and cigars. Oh, this is fantastic. To play with you know, my, my, my board all day. Yeah. No, it. it it's, it's just, it just looks <laughs> totally mooched the board. <laughs> Honestly, people who, cigar smokers are some of the most generous people I know. Yeah. They're very free with, with what they have, and some of them have a lot, some of them have a little, but even the little people are like very generous with what they, with what they have to offer. And when people come along who are just taking advantage of that and not ever, don't be that guy. It does not help you at all. So in my defense, I was I was at uh, I was at uh, Kurt's Lake House this past week, and um, he has a grab bag of just random cigars, and I was about to reach into one just because he had some other boxes of open that was a lot better stuff, and this was just like you know just a bag of cigars and I don't know, and I was about to reach into the bag, and he was like no, and everybody kind of looked at him, and then looked at me, and by the time they looked at me, Kurt left, and everybody's like what'd you do? I'm like I don't know. And then he came back in the room and he threw a box of really nice cigars at me. And I was just like, wow. And um, they weren't for me, they were for everybody. But, you know, I opened it and, and grabbed one and everything. And but I later like on, the point 12. is, the <laughs> point is, in my pocket is I'm a freaking mooch. I've only been with this company for barely a month. And I went, I went to Kurt and I said, you know, uh, when me and him were by ourselves, I said, I don't even feel like I belong here. Because um, you guys are so generous, you you invited me to your lake house. I'm smoking all your cigars, and I don't feel like I've earned it yet. I'm mm-hmm. like, I hope I will though, you know. And what did a, he say? He just nodded. You're like, right, Dave. He just, he just, <laughs> no, he was he was generous about it. Yeah. He was just like, no, no, no. You're 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 part of our team. You're part yeah, of our team. And I felt right. so at home, and it yeah. was awesome. That's and that he, Kurt's a perfect example of of what I mean by that. You know, he was very generous at that uh, gathering. I was there too, and um, and that's that's you know that's one of the things I think about when I think of most of the the guys in the cigar business that that I know and I like to hang around with. One of the common things about them is their generosity with things and the the wanting to share the new thing that they found. Mm-hmm. That's it's because this is something that we all have in common. Well, I, I like to just take a uh, go back for a moment about the uh, sharing the cigar or, or bringing cigars. Sure. To an event because I I was at the uh, Jimmy Buffett concert last month, and uh, uh, my girlfriend and I we had he's still up. alive. He's still alive, man. He's That's still crazy. He's still packing them in. It was a sold out uh, sold out show at the Xfinity Center. Mm. We go every year, or when uh, we try to go every year, but uh, we would we. Hooked up with a uh, a, a parrothead uh, club, um, and uh, we we met at the, a, a, a locale just outside the uh, the center, and uh, got to know people, and then we filed into the the uh, the parking lot, and then you know what happens at a Jimmy Buffett concert is a lot of tailgating, so we had many hours 
uh, prior to the show to just you know hang out, have fun, drinks, and all that. And I brought a, just a bunch of cigars. I knew I was going to have a few cigars easy, but I always bring a bunch because you never know who you're going to meet. And the cigars to me can be a talking point. So when they see you relaxing, having a cigar, you know, with a drink, whatever, people that you don't, and maybe this is just the, the crowd we were in, but I, I guarantee you it, it happens in a lot of other places. A lot of people come up to you and say, hey, what are you smoking? And maybe they've never smoked before, maybe they have. And, and me, being in the cigar industry, I am one to explain a in little bit about it. Depth. <laughs> And they may have only smoked a few cigars in their lifetime. Maybe they've been mild cigars. They can't really tell me. And I, I, I said, here, try one. And next thing you know, I'm, I'm converting these people to not only the cigar world, but to some of the things that I like. And when we left the show that night, they all said, thank you so much. Now I have a cigar that I want to try again. And I, I must have passed out, I don't know, maybe six cigars uh, through that afternoon, and it was just a, it was a great, you know, gathering of people, a, a great uh, celebration, um, and that's what it, that's what it's about. It's about you know sharing what you know, sharing what you love. Um, I wasn't looking for anything in return, and uh, maybe we have a little bit of bond there because this is this is a group now that uh, will get together again next year when Jimmy comes back. And we'll all get together. If he comes back. If he, comes back. <laughs> <laughs> if he survives. Let's not jinx it now. Okay. But, okay. but that's just one example. That's just one example. That's a good, uh, and yeah. that's a great example. It's a great example. And, and you know, stuff like that happens to, to myself and Nick all the time. And uh, so I would just encourage you when, when you go to a party, when you go to, a, to an event that you think you might... You know, weddings are a big thing for me. The last time I was at a wedding, I made sure I brought about a dozen cigars with me. Not because I planned on smoking half a box of cigars, but because I wanted to make sure that, you know, if that happened, you can create a moment and a memory, and that's that's a really cool thing. Were they Padrones? No. I'm, I'm, I'm shocked. I love Padrones, but there is more out there than Padron, and... Uh, um, Padron is is always going to be one of my favorite cigars, but you know, I I just have you know in the last few years since I've come back full time into the cigar business, I've just realized how much uh, more there is out there, and um, uh, this cigar is a great example of that. Uh, let's do our final verdict on this. Uh, I'll share my thoughts. This is now, I think, closing in on a full-bodied cigar for me. Uh, it has been great. I have never been disappointed by Oscar cigars, and I was not expecting to be with this. Certainly wasn't. This is a great, great cigar. Uh, I love the Mexican San Andreas wrapper. I love that earthy, sweet, uh, cocoa kind of feeling that you get from this wrapper, and... Um, it's just so well balanced. I really, really enjoy it. I can totally see myself having another. Absolutely, I'm, I'm, <clears throat> I'm right, behind, I'm right behind you, uh, Dan. This is, uh, this is probably medium full, closing in on, on full body now that I'm probably getting into the last third here. Um, still the same smoothness. Uh, it is starting to increase a little bit intensity. Um, you know, a little bit more spice, a little bit more, a 
a little pepper. Um, but again, it's just a phenomenal cigar. I'm, I'm definitely going to be smoking this again. No problem. I'm feeling like a, a little bit of a pepper. Light-headed? And, uh, <laughs> yeah. a, uh, Straighten up, Dan. Oh, a lot straighten up, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's hitting me, too. <laughs> I'm getting a... Getting the jitters? I'm, I'm getting a lot more like a earth with a little bit of leather in it. And um, the retro hill is very peppery now. How did I become the slow smoker? And you, you, because, you're, because even, you're, you're even smoking more than, than he was. He was ahead of both of us. You're flapping your pie hole. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is a talk show. Somebody has to. But anyway, I am I am very pleased with it because I like the wrapper, and now I like the cigar to go with the wrapper, and I'm I'm, I'm happy that they both worked out because it's, they're both beautiful. That's excellent. Okay, so we will now uh, switch gears and go to our pipe tobacco review. All right, Kendra, you're back with a, a cocktail this time for us to go with uh, our pipe tobacco here. What is this? So this is our cacao caliente. It's a little uh, Mexican hot chocolate, if you will. So this is made with our 724 double barrel reposado tequila. And what I wanted to do with this cocktail is I, I wanted to do something different than a margarita. So when you think tequila, you kind of think citrus. But with this, it's... Um, it's a little bit of chocolate, a little bit of spicy, and the tequila is smooth. It has a little bit of an oakiness to it. So um, so you're going to get a little bit of the chili liqueur in it. You're going to get a little bit of chocolate. And, and not a lot. I didn't want to take away from the tequila, but I think it has a nice little kick to it. It's going to pair nicely with this pipe tobacco. Chili liquor? Yeah. I've had this once before, I have to confess. And I was really excited when you said we were going to have it again. <laughs> it go, it's going to go really well with this uh, pipe tobacco we're going to have. It's, it's amazing. And the pipe tobacco we are reviewing tonight is a new offering from GLP's Penny Farthing. And uh, let me read you this uh, right from GLP's, Greg Pease's uh, website. He says, the man who uh, developed and blended this tobacco... I'm really excited to finally be able to announce this one, my first new release in nearly two years. Penny Farthing is the first shag cut to be presented in the range, and by that he means of all the tobaccos that uh, come under his banner. And it's uh, taken a long time to get this one just right, including the cut. It's a true shag, about 32 cuts per inch, blended from bright and red Virginias, spiced with Louisiana Perique, and a hint of fire-cured dark Kentucky. It's easy to pack and easy to smoke, opening with a sophisticated sweetness and evolving in depth and complexity throughout the bowl to a rich, satisfying finish. Because of the fine cut, it can burn fast if you really wanted to, but taking your time, sipping gently, will offer the best reward. Allow for the flavors to fully develop. Let's uh, see if that description comes true for us. This is a Virginia Perique blend, red and bright Virginias, like you said, Louisiana Perique, and dark fire cured Kentucky. Comes in a two ounce tin, and um, it is a very very nice tobacco. What are you guys getting from this? I, I think it's immediately fantastically paired with the uh, liqueur. Oh, it is just wonderful. It's like both you sip. 
and they they really complement each other really well. I love it. Mm -hmm. It's I get a lot of wood from this. It's very woody. Mm -hmm. It's very nutty, and there's this kind of background of a uh, like dried fruit, like raisins or figs. That's the Perique talking, and this there's a little bit of sweetness there too, uh, like a stewed fruit kind of sweetness. That's the Virginia talking, and um, when you retrohale this stuff, it is spicy. There is a lot of spice in this tobacco. So I just did that, Dan. I just retroed it for a little bit, and I absolutely got that. And again, this is only my fourth time mm. smoking, and uh, I think I'm getting it. Mm -hmm. uh, first of all, I've only had to light it twice, mm -hmm. uh, and it's still going. I bought this, I'm probably five minutes into this now, and, and it's a little sweetness. Mm -hmm. I do agree with you on the, I'm tasting a little bit of that wood nuttiness mm -hmm. to it. Um, what would, we, what would we call this, like a medium? Is this Yeah, I'd say it's a medium. Um, very smooth, mm -hmm. very smooth. Um, but it's, the, the pairing is fantastic. Uh, but just on its own, uh, it, this is, this is uh, mm. I'm enjoying this. Mm. I would ever say, out of all the tobaccos that I've had with, with you guys since we've started this, this is probably my favorite right now. That's what you said last week. Well, I'm, I'm now wiping this. That's no. I've been in my palaces. Every week, to, it's going to be this is the best tobacco I've ever had. But it, it's. I don't know what we it is. We have another Nick. <laughs> <laughs> the Nick of the pipe. Nick. This is freaking great. I got out. <laughs> I lick my lip. It's sweet, spicy. You got that bite. I, th I think I'm, I'm, I'm uncovering the, the type of tobacco that I really uh, like, and and I, this, this is probably the second similar one that we've had, mm -hmm. that I've had. I'm, I'm really enjoying this this type of blend, mm -hmm. really. And maybe it's the Virginias. I don't know. It, but it's, it, it, I I think you like that little bit of spice, yes. and and that's what the Perique brings. Okay. Yeah. And so the Perique brings that kind of uh, almost like that. Uh, what it, I often describe it as like a raisiny kind of spice. It's like this dark, dried fruit spice. You know how you know you, you have a uh, a real good dark raisin, and it's got it's got a little bit of a yeah. It's got a it's got a it's got a spice to it, like a, or a fig, yeah. Yeah. that kind of that kind Fizzing. of thing. And, but it's it's not like you're tasting a it's not like you're smoking a raisin in your bowl. You know, it's 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 very subtle. And Perique is a very powerful. Yeah, they have spice. to use it in a little bit. A little, little bit. Little bit. And the, uh, the dark fire cured Kentucky just adds a little bit of that body. That's what's bringing that nuttiness. So the Perique is the spice. The yes. Perique is the spice. The dark fire cured Kentucky is like that, that uh, dark, woody, mm -hmm. and nutty kind of flavor. And it's the Virginias that are kind of that almost like hay, grass. Um, you know, barn, you know, kind of stewed fruit kind of taste. So if we're comparing the Perique in the tobacco world to a maybe a strain in the cigar world, would, we, would it be fair to say that the Perique is similar in character to what maybe what La Hero is? Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a good that's a good So uh, Perique Perique is is like the spice of the tobacco. It's it's uh it's too much 
to be on its own. It's always something that's okay. mixed in. Yes. Yeah. So very much yeah. similar to Lahara, where if you if you were all Lahara, like we, I'll just use an example if I may. You may. You may. The La Flor Dominicana Nos, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is Lahara, mm-hmm. which is just you know outrageous. Right. On its own. <laughs> And uh, it's been known to cut down the men, men down. It's been known to cut men down. It's to a very things. strong yes, cigar. Yes. We, we know Incredibly someone who, who couldn't feel his legs afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> the green and the gills. But if you obviously when you blend it right, it, it's it's you know, it, it adds character. But this, yes, I do. I I, I enjoy the spice. I really mm. do. So the perique, and again, this is all learning. I'm learning this, you know, as we go. Uh, the perique is the spice. You said the Virginias are more the hay, mm-hmm. and then the uh, what is the other the, the dark part? The, the, yeah, the, the Kentucky more like the woody, the woody nutty. Okay, okay. flavors yeah. to that, and I get all those from this. It's a very well balanced um, mix. GLPs has been making tobaccos since about two thousand. He, he's become one of the biggest names in the business, um, and he, which is insane considering the lineage of it. Yeah, and he's just, just right from the get-go, he, he's just been producing incredible stuff. When he says he's been producing this for a long time and waiting to get it right, I totally believe it, because he's very picky about uh, how his blends turn out. And um, like anything else, uh, he's probably got, you know, 40 different flavors, you know, or mixes of pipe tobacco out there, maybe a little bit more, maybe a little bit less. Um, and of course there are some that I like more than others but I don't really think he makes a bad one you know he's one of these great blenders that way it's like there's there's good there's really good and there's great but not really anything that's bad you know and it's like in the cigar world there are very few Perdomo is one of those things that names that comes to mind I don't think he produces a bad cigar there's some no. cigars that are good, some cigars that are very good, and a few that are great. But there's nothing bad. And there's, you know, uh, most places, it's they have a few good winners and maybe a couple, but then there's this, oh, don't ever smoke that, you know. Um, GOPs is one of these exceptions where um, he just is very, very good at blending things. I don't always shag. When I do, it's penny farthing. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Mm. Very, very good. <clears throat> um, let me tell you a little bit as, as we're smoking some more of this penny farthing, what's going on at the Twins as far as pipe things go and the Twins Pipe Club. Um, uh, Cornell and Deal uh, has a new tobacco coming out called Visions of Celephas. And very hard to pronounce. Yes, it's very Greek. And it's the latest addition to the Old Ones series. And uh, it's on its way to the store. And it should be available Tuesday. I've already had people asking for it. Some people who listen to the podcast uh, have been asking whether or not we would have it. It is on the way and should be available to be on the shelves this coming Tuesday. That would be the... Um, what would that date be? That would be the um, uh, 10th, the 10th of September. That should be on the shelf. Um, and then I also wanted to, to do a shout-out again for the uh, uh, Seven Alley Pipe Trunk Show with Mark Wormar of um, uh, Laudacy. 
Uh, he's going to be here on September 21st at our Londonderry store, and then in our store in Hooksit the following Saturday, the 28th. Yay! And that's going to be a fantastic show. He's going to have about 100 pipes with him. Now, Laudacy is also the company that um, distributes GLPs and it's also the company that distributes uh, Cornell and Deal uh, pipe tobaccos. And uh, during that week, um, Mark is going to be a guest on our show here, and I'm looking forward to that. But he's, in addition to bringing about 100 different pipes uh, from Savinelli, pipes that you know range from about $70, $80 all the way up to $700 or $800. Jeez. It's going to be amazing to see. Um, he's also going to be bringing a total ton and a half of tins of uh, uh, from Cornell and Deal and GLPs that we do not normally have on our shelves. So there's going to be this incredible range of pipes and tobaccos to buy. Uh, it's going to be a very, very fun time. That's going to go from 12 to 4 on September 21st at the London Dairy and then again from 12 to 4 on the 28th at our location and hooks it. And you can follow Twins Pipe Club on our Facebook page and on Instagram at Twins Pipe Club. So mm. that's a little bit of what's going on here. What are you guys continuing thoughts on this pipe tobacco? I love the the smoothness of it and the, the fact that it just you know, it just burns so slowly, so you can just like nip at it and sip your drink and nip at it, and it it seems to like it just wants to just keep smoldering in the bowl by itself. Yeah. You know, I've found that it you know you really do have to smoke this very slowly because it the shag it's so fine it's basically like tinder, like you could you could use this you could carry this stuff around you for camping purposes and start fires that way it's yeah. that. You know, a little match just poof, it'll start to go. So if you puff on this really at your normal rate, your pipe will get raging hot. Yeah, I, I, I'm feeling that right now, Jim, because I'm, I'm, again, I'm probably smoking maybe every, I don't know, 20, 25 seconds or so, mm -hmm. and I can feel the heat building up right now. Yeah. So I'm trying to let it go a little bit, maybe, mm -hmm. I don't know, 40, 45 seconds. This, to me, feels like it would be perfect for a Churchill. What does that mean? The long, the long, a uh, church warden. Sorry. Oh, a church, a church warden pipe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the a church warden is a pipe that has a very long stem, uh, twelve inches or so. Some of them get longer than that. Um, the whole whole history behind that is is interesting. Back in the Middle Ages, um, churches were guarded at night by church wardens and churches weren't locked uh, but they wanted to have wanted to make sure they weren't robbed of whatever uh, goods or money or relics they had in the church and so they were guarded by church wardens and the way one of the things that the church wardens did to stay up all night and stay alert was to smoke a pipe but they wanted they needed a pipe that wasn't going to get in the way of their duties. And so they invented this pipe that had this really long stem. And uh, 
that was maybe a foot and a half, sometimes two feet long. And the idea behind it was the bowl of the pipe was beneath their line of sight, so it didn't interfere with their ability to look around and keep guard. And so the church warden was the type of pipe that church wardens used. That's where it came about. And it became, That's it became a thing, and they're still available today. And ironically, it is one of the, you know, the Lord of the Rings movies totally brought the church warden back. And Thank you, Gandalf. Now, well, yeah, and now that's the kind of the slang for the church warden is the Gandalf pipe. I hear that over and over. Do you have any Gandalf pipes? <laughs> well, we have church wardens, but um, we with act- penny farthing. Yes, and we actually we actually have a, a, a pipe, a couple pipes from a series called Candel, uh, from Savinelli. Uh, which was inspired by the Lord of the Rings and the writings by J.R.R. Tolkien. And they are more like mini church wardens. They're not quite the full-blown length, but they are a nice uh, briar uh, bowl, and then they have a, uh, a wooden um, oak uh, embellishment on it before the, before the um, stem, the acrylic stem starts. And they look really, really cool. They're, they're meant to look kind of old world, old time pipes, and uh, they're very nice. We have a couple of them at the smoke shop right now. I have my eyes on one of them myself. Mm. Yes. So when are we going to get some old Toby? <laughs> uh, old Toby is a uh, myth. <laughs> it's a mythical blend from uh, a book, so we're probably not going to get that anytime soon. Mm. Mm. I gotta say, I'm really enjoying this tobacco. Tonight. I really am. This is, I would say, this is so far my favorite. Mm. This really is. It's that, it's a little smoothness, mm-hmm. a little sweetness, a little bit of that woody character. Mm. Um, yeah, it's yeah, and that just, leftover dried just, just a fruit bit, in the just, back. A little, yeah, I can taste a little bit of that. Uh, again, my palate is on 100 where you guys right. are, but it's it's getting there. Isn't there a nice little sweetness it on the is. finish too? There's a the little bit of sweetness on the finish. It really is. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really, really enjoying this tonight. Mm. And the fact that it's been it, every time I puff it, it's <laughs> it hasn't it's, gone out. It's still there. <laughs> it's still there. I'm not struggling with it. No, that's one of the great things about a shag. It's it's very because of the cut and it's so fine. It's very easy to pack, easy to light, and so it's a very good type of uh, cut to learn how to smoke mm. a pipe with. I was going to say that. It would be it's, a good, very, it's very easy. I, I wish I bought a shag first mm-hmm. when I first started smoking mm. instead of a Cavendish. Well, <laughs> as we get further into the bowl, let's uh, talk a little bit about uh, viewer mail and viewer questions. And uh, one of the questions yes, that uh, we were asked is this, and I thought this would be fun. Uh, what is your favorite cigar right now, and why? And I think that's good. Right now, what's your favorite cigar right now? We've all had, you know, because that can change from time to time. But what right now is one of your favorite cigars, and why is it your favorite? I'll 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 jump right in. Uh, Thank you. And again, it, it I have my favorites, but mm-hmm. what I've been smoking a lot, prep and. and in the last couple of weeks, and I, and I always have in my humidor, is the Cigar Privé mm-hmm. Maduro from Illusion. Mm-hmm. 
it, again, it's that San Andreas Mexican Maduro wrapper mm -hmm. that we all love so much. And the, <laughs> the blending too of it. And, and it's funny because I actually was talking to uh, a person who uh, will remain nameless, but uh, knows a little bit more about the, uh, the blending characteristics of that cigar. And uh, the, 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 they blend for, uh, for flavor, mm -hmm. not strength as much. Mm -hmm. And I think they just knocked it out of the park with this cigar. Mm -hmm. They really did. It's a, it, it almost has a little bit of, of, of floral on the, on the mm -hmm. exhale. So when you, it's a, it's a medium full, there's three different Nicaraguan tobaccos, uh, Lajero, uh, Corojo, and Criollo. And it's, 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 I think it's the perfect blend. It, it's, it's very smooth, very flavorful. Um, that, again, that wrapper is just awesome. Uh, but it's, it's very unique because I'm, it's the only cigar that I actually get a little bit of that floralness from it. Mm -hmm. So whatever they did to create that, it's, it's become... Certainly a staple in my humidor, and I've been just—I've been smoking all summer, and, and again, it's—it's it's my favorite right now. Um, I definitely have to go with the uh, my most recent, which was the Hermitage, because <laughs> I just—I have totally fallen in love with that uh, German tobacco that's in the in the filler, and mm. that 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 salt you get from it is like a—it's like a sea salt salt. Yes, it's and it's it, it is so weird for me. Because I haven't been smoking cigars that long, but I have never tasted sea salt in a cigar before, and I'm just mystified by it. And I, I just want it. I want it again. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, I don't blame. That's also uh, Eric Wentworth's favorite. Yeah. Is the uh, Hermitage, and um, I know from talking to him in the past, it's one of his top five, ever. That's in that's in his top five cigars. Um, for me. Um, Right now, I think one of my favorite cigars that has come out recently is the um, uh, Rare Corojo Robusto from Aladino. Oh, yeah. That thing is amazing. It is an all-Corojo cigar. It is um, from Honduras. It's a, it's a Puro blend. Um, and uh, Yusto, um, who makes it, is just... The cigar is awesome. It's got just the right amount of spice and sweetness. It it uh, has an incredible burn. It's a cigar that is made from uh, smaller leaves of the tobacco that the uh, uh, Honduran Corojo that uh, Aladino uses is a, a true Corojo plant. And true Corojo, um, authentic Corojo, I think is what they actually call it, um, is about half the size height-wise mm. as most of the tobacco plants that are grown today, and so there's half as many leaves, and they're they're half as big, and um, uh, so there's it yields a lot less. They're only able to make about 400 boxes of those a month, which is very very limited uh, production. It's not like a it's a permanent thing that they that they're making, but it's very hard to find. And let me tell you, when you find them get it. It is really, really worth it. Whenever I can get one, I go looking for it. It's it sounds a fantastic like thing I'm going to smoke. It, it is, is great. Mm. It really is. Mm -hmm. All right. Fantastic. Do you want to ask us a question or respond to something we've talked about? 
leave a comment at our website, notjustblowingsmoke.com, or DM us at, on our Facebook page, or Twitter, or Instagram at notjustblowingsmoke. Or you could go old school and actually just email us at notjustblowingsmoke at gmail.com. That's how you get in touch with us. Um, yep. Our final verdict on GLP's penny farthing. Uh, I'll just reiterate what I said. This is this is right now my my uh, my favorite, even though I've only had four. <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously, this is this is something that I would absolutely have again. Mm -hmm. It's just hitting all the right spots. The the uh, this little bit of sweetness, a uh, little bit of that spice, but it's just very smooth. Mm. I'm I'm really enjoying this. Yep, I um. Uh, I'm really impressed with the uh, the flavor I'm getting from it. I, I was when I saw the shag, I was just like, "What really is this going to taste like?" You know, because <laughs> it's my first experience with the shag as well, and um, I could really see this being like a staple for like a rainy day. You know, when you're just inside and you're just like watching your favorite series or something like that, and you're just mildly smoking. You know, just for, you know, the habit. this would be what I want to accompany it with. Something that I can just, um, oh, I got I to gotta keep smoking my pipe here. And not, you know, but this thing just won't go out. It just keeps going. It's beautiful. It lights up again really fully. Um, flavor is amazing. Uh, I totally agree. And um, let me tell you, it goes amazing with this Coco Caliente oh, God, cocktail this is... that Kendra made for us. Thank you, Kendra. This is a fantastic. Thank beer. you. This is, and again, I'm not a tequila fan. No, you, but you can't even really no, taste it. No, this does not taste a lot like tequila. No. But those, the spice in the drink, and the the um, uh, it, it just totally totally plays with this. It's really really good. Mm. Oh, I'd have this again. Mm -hmm. uh, I love I love the taste of this tobacco. I love how it burns. I I had to kind of train myself to sip at this and not just smoke it, you know, full on like I would some other tobaccos. But this has become a, a, a big favorite of mine. I, I have my own personal tin of this. Um, the guys here at work know that I carry around a little bag with about eight or nine tins. Of tobacco. We have to get you a new bag. Yeah, yeah we, I need a new bag. <laughs> Dan is accepting new bags. <laughs> I'm accepting new bags. And um, uh, Dan's going to have is, his own trunk show. This is, sure. this yeah. is, <laughs> I, I could have a trunk show. I could have a bag show. I'll show you what's in my bag. And, the bag, baby. Yeah. But right, you know, since it came out in July, Penny Farthing has been in my bag. And it's going to continue to be in my bag. It is a great show. Uh, I'll be honest, it was my first shag that I ever had. Huh. And um, uh, I was surprised at how much taste and flavor there was. And um, There's not much to it. So you feel like, oh, this is just going to be like a straightforward, you know, smoke. And right. then it, it just like, there's just so many little hints of things you pick up on. Like It's that. nice. It's very, it, it gets more and more complex the further it gets down the bowl. Very, very good. If you if you like the pipe smoking, get this for you. And I, I, one of the things I'm excited about, about doing both cigars and pipes, is see, I, I think I, I can say I love tobacco. Uh, and I love the fact that, you know, the flavors that I get from this or from Sun Bear or from the Wild Man or from Cabby's Mixture, all those are things that I don't see in cigars. 
And it's not because, you know, it's because they use, there are a whole bunch of other tobacco types out there yeah. from different regions that, that you couldn't ever put into a cigar, but you can enjoy them in a pipe. And I enjoy the expanding flavors that you can get through having the pipe. And so it's, it's, it, it does, again, it does not take away from my joy of cigar smoking. Never going to be giving that up. But, you know, like the Superfly was a fantastic cigar. Superfly. Superfly. And this just goes incredible, too. It's just a fantastic Fantastical. You've been listening to Not Just Blowing Smoke, the only podcast that brings the wealth of knowledge, expertise, and fun of Twin Smoke Shop, New England's premier smoke shop, right to you, wherever you are, whenever you want it. You can find us at our website, notjustblowingsmoke.com, and keep in touch with us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram at Not Just Blowing Smoke. We'll see you next week. You are